Welcome to Digication Scholars Conversations. I'm your host, Jeff Yan. In this episode, you will hear part one of my conversation with Marilla Soranzo from University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. More links and information about today's conversation can be found on Digication's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Full episodes of Digication Scholars Conversations can be found on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Welcome to Digication Scholars Conversations. Today we have Marillo Saranso, uh, the Assistant Dean at first, uh, first Year Experience at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign here with us. Thanks for joining, Marillo. Thank you so much for having me, Jeffrey. It's a pleasure to be here and uh, speak to you today. Uh, Marillo, I have um, heard so much about you. This is actually the first time we meet. That's right. It um, is the first time we meet. Yeah, yeah, I think at least um, maybe maybe a long time ago we might have met during a call <laughs> or something. But uh, um, you and I have a mutual friend, Kate Labor, um, yes. instructional designer extraordinaire at uh, at, at uh, Urbana Champagne. Um, she's wonderful, and she had told me so much about your program and your teaching and how creative you are and more sort of almost like the most unusual part is you apply all of that that usually typically apply to smaller classes smaller programs you know those you know programs where you have 12 students where you can really sort of custom tailor to every student's need but you do it at a giant course um (laughs) right las one Am I? LAS one hundred one, correctly. LAS one hundred one. Design your first year experience. Yeah. So, um, why don't we start there? Just tell us a little bit about your role and and sort of what what that means, you know, for first year experience, and and then we go from there. Absolutely. Yeah. First, you know, yeah, Kate, Kate is a is a is a definitely a a, a great person. Like you said, instructional design extraordinary. She's very generous with her with her description of me. So, Kate, if you're listening, thank you, thank you for the introduction. It's been great. Um, and and yes, Jeff. So, uh, as an assistant dean of first year experience uh, now there at, at, here at at Illinois and Urbana-Champaign, but specifically with the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences. That's really my focus. We have a fairly uh, decentralized system as a, you know, a public, a large public institution would have. So all, I know I have colleagues in the College of Business, in in uh, in Granger College of Engineering. We we have um, that they're doing the same thing that I am doing. So we all kind of have our you know doing our own thing with first year experience. So I my role focus in particular with the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences. I started in this role about five years ago. Now it's been been five years. Time flies, uh, and it started there. Uh, and what I inherited was a uh, a first year experience course um, that at the time was 16 weeks uh, so he went for the for the whole semester but at the, at the time it was really like a, a hodgepodge of everything uh, you know it was really um, um, you know let's talk let's let's fit this in let's talk about career development let's talk about you know well-being let's talk about you know of course how you do college and how do you study and and so it's kind of cramming everything into into one course right and and that's usually the challenge that I think first year 
courses have. You know, everybody sees you as that gateway. They're like, oh, let's put this into first year experience. Let's let's put that. I have to say, the course when I inherited wasn't at that level because the, my predecessor, uh, Ruth Hoffman, really did a great job of saying no to a lot of the folks that just wanted to come in and talk <laughs> to our students. Uh, but there were ways that we can still get them, you know, uh, F, you know, before our students. And you know, we have a textbook and we have, you know, uh, our learning management system. So we had those spaces in there. But in, in front of the classroom, we are very protective um, of who comes, you know, before our students. So uh, right now, the model, and again, a model that I inherited and that has worked wonderfully, is that we have peer educators. So we have peer educators teaching the incoming students. So we go through a selection process that we select uh, juniors and seniors to then uh, deliver the the content that we that we that we produce for them. Uh, we call them LAS interns. So we do call this as an as an internship experience. And they get credit for that experience. So, so they get uh, three hours. The whole package is three hours. They do one hour in the spring when we train them at a high level about, you know, leadership skills and professional development and some, you know, uh, idea and history of, of the program. And then in the in the fall, when they're actually delivering the course, they're also taking a, a course concurrently as they are teaching it. And we are also challenging them on, you know, their professional and personal development and leadership development. So, so with that, uh, that course, like I said, was 16 weeks. And then after doing, uh, so when I came in, one of my first priorities uh, was to one, listen and learn and, and, and really come up with a strategic plan of how we were going to take that program to the next, you know, to the next uh, uh, step. And at the time that really married really well with, you know, um, with what my associate dean, uh, Barbara Hansenbaum, really wanted to do for our students in general in LAS, um, which we were really thinking about this idea of life and career. Uh, and we couldn't really put a, put a finger on it. Like we want to, you know, we want everyone to have a professional plan. Well, that's not going to work. Or we want, you know, so we, we were trying to work something and then we came across design thinking and how to apply design thinking. Uh, and at the time, uh, designing your life book uh, really was like our our framework and how to do that. And lo and behold, you know, folks at Stanford have been doing a, a life design uh, studio for uh, for for folks that want to learn more about how to apply life, you know, design thinking methods and 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 mindsets into into higher education. So we uh, so me uh, associate dean uh, uh, Hansen Bad and another colleague went to uh, went to Stanford and and took the took the course. Went through the actual life design studio that the <laughs> students are exposed to life-changing it was amazing and then for the two days so it was a uh, it was a week-long uh experience so the three days they really are exposing you to the class so it's like a class condensed into like three days and then the last the last two part the last two days it's really then okay now we're putting on our administrator hats and seeing how can we you know how can we uh bring this back to 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 the campus so Def, now, before we did that, I was already prototyping and playing around with, you know, okay, how is this one-on-one course, um, this orientation course going to look differently? So we had already made some decisions, things like, you know, from a 16-week, it turned into an eight-week. We still kept the peer educator uh, component because we always think that that's the strongest part of the program. Students 
love it. Uh, the students that take it love it. They are making a connection. The, the interns, the ed peer educators themselves love it. So we're definitely not doing away with that or, or changing in any way. If nothing else, we actually now have, uh, we've increased positions to uh, to lead interns. So those that choose to return, they can t you know, take a step up and they can become lead interns now. And we're still uh, developing that position every, every year. So prototyping and, and iterating. So came back from Stanford and in the fall of 2018, we were ready to launch. Uh, so we, uh, again, so so as you mentioned, the first, the first of the very beginning, yes, Jeffrey, it's tw about 2,200 students that take this course every single fall. And I'm only talking about first year, the first year students, because we also have a, a, a transfer course that's for our transfer students. Uh, it is it is optional, which you know the 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 one on one course it is mandatory. So our enrollment is not as as large, but it's still the students that decide. So it's that's an additional two hundred students every semester, in addition to those first year students. So that's all to say, you know, we really were were looking, and then we started to. So again, beyond beyond trying to put everything in there, we just said, okay, let's just really focus on the first year, right? So what do we want to just have students learn in their first year? So we also changed the name to designing your first year experience because we want them to be co-creators and co, uh, you know, have ownership, be, you know, co-authors and have authorship of their self-authorship of their of their journey. Um, but we tell them, you know, this is a start and we want them to practice things like being curious and being open to failure and trying things out and getting outside of their comfort zone and, and radical collaboration. These are all mindsets uh, and it's in some way, shape or form live in the design thinking world. Um, and then, um, you know, uh, and this is where uh, education and uh, e-portfolios come in because the the culmination of all this that's when we wanted to to tell them well and then how do you tell your story how do you collect the things that you've done and then you know tell begin to tell a story about these journeys so we know that we finished with them in the eighth week but we tell them they're still a whole semester left from the fall and then there's spring semester and we try to have some engagements in there for them but in in, in many ways i'm still building up that that's where i'm building up now my focus now is building up those other engagement opportunities beyond the class uh you know we feel like the class is in a good 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 point now and we can you know start to think about okay their study abroad opportunities are there service learning you know what else is out there and again using using tools to help them collect uh, curate and, and tell their stories and uh, and yes and I've been uh, deploying the education over uh, for you know over two thousand students every single fall semester in county <laughs> since to, since twenty eighteen so that was a lot I'll uh, let you process that <laughs> so you are saying that uh, we have a part of a bill a big bill is because of, uh, of you and your students. <laughs> yes. Now, you know, and then to put to put Kate into context, right? When when the education, you know, when when the education was something that we knew that we wanted to to work with, and you know, again at the time, uh, I believe that Illinois had had already contracted with mm -hmm. education, so it was the platform that we were using, and that's how you know Kate and I came into each other's life, and she's been a great partner. I mean, from helping us imagining how to use the tool to really just connect us with your support group there, Jeff, and the, the wonderful people that you have and provide support because our, our class, you know, because being big, but we still wanted to provide the different sections. It has, you know, it has its challenges, even on a technical backend type of, type of, uh, you know, uh, logistics. But again, uh, those, those challenges have always been met uh, with, with great success and, and, and customer, customer support. So I appreciate that for sure. 
Well, I appreciate the kind words. Um, <laughs> we, you know, we have a um, a wonderful team here, but it yeah. is, you know, the 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 willing willingness to have this level of partnership that makes it work. And absolutely, you're absolutely right. In that, Kay is just, um, you know, she she really, you know, she's the she's the one who makes make all of these, you know, more, more all of these things happen. Um, so I'm I'm glad that we're able to find such a great partner. And uh, just another shout out to Kay as well. It's really beyond this that you know that she has helped us with. Uh, we also have a wonderful partnership with um, with the Illinois um, University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign uh, with a very uh, robust uh, assess, uh, ac- accessibility program that we had done with with your mm-hmm. labs over there and. I mean, it's really just amazing that the, the amount, of, the, the facets, the different facets of things that we've been able to work with you. Um, we've really enjoyed, you know, the partnership and, and um, you know, like you said, there are, it's a large university, a lot of different things going on. And yeah. I felt like that we've, um, we've been able to benefit from, from being part of this um, big ecosystem. Absolutely. Um, so let me, let me ask you something. Um, I want to sort of go back to... Uh, you, you've said so much, so many really awesome things. Um, <laughs> I I wanted I wanted sort of maybe uh, dive deeper into how you develop this kind of passion to to sort of work with work with LAS students, you know, to work with um, first year students. Is there something in your life that that had made you so passionate about this because let's face it it's not a a lot of pro- you you're a professor you're assistant dean you could probably choose a lot of different paths um and this is it's a big project you know it's to me it feels like it's it's a it's not the one that you know you could you could you could have done something easier so <laughs> to to take this on to me everyone that takes on this this position um, has to have some some special sauce, some special root cause that <laughs> makes them want to do this. Can you tell me yours? Sure. Well, you know, when I when I think about my life, uh, you know, I, I I do think that learning is central to everything that I do. Uh, you know, when I you know I I believe in developing others. I believe that we are, you know, lifelong learners. Whether you think you are or not, I really do think everybody learns. And there was a class in in, in graduate school that I that I took, and it was brain-based learning theories. And what you know, like, and that, you know, you learn that the brain is wired for survival is wired for learning. So, you know, even with, you know, you know, subtle messages or things that, you know, things that you see, like your brain is always learning, whether you think or not. So that, that felt like a glove when I heard that. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Now I was already in grad school at that point, but you know, I'm originally from Brazil uh, and I moved to, moved to the U S when I was uh, 17 in 1997 now. So um, long to, going to be 24 years now in August 5th that I've been, that I've been in the U S and made the, the journey over here but um you know but i i I, you know i said you know i'm going to go to school over there you know mind you i didn't really have a a clear plan on how how to do that i knew that i needed a visa and i needed to be physically you know in the country and then when i now luckily i had the support of my of an uncle of mine who you know was already living in the u.s for a while so i came to him i came came to live with him in baltimore maryland and in baltimore maryland i i 
started my journey and went to a community college of Baltimore County there, uh, Essex campus. From there, I transferred to Ithaca College in upstate New York. Now I did a bachelor's in computer science. So I know I'm here thinking like that's, you know, I uh, wanted to work with computers, wanted to, you know, solve those kinds of problems. But again, it was one of those things that like, it really felt like the decision was made for me or I was really, really intentional about it. And when I, you know, in, in college here, I was very involved uh, as a student government. When I moved to Ithaca College, I was like, I, I need to live on campus. I want that kind of experience because, you know, you see it in the movies, right? Like people are living in, in residence halls. Like I want, I want that kind of experience. So I was like, oh, I can become a resident advisor. I did that. I was still involved in SGA. I, I was part of a student leadership board and all that. And then once graduation came, you know, it was post-September 11. So I graduated mm-hmm. class of 2002. And, you know, between not knowing what I could do with a computer science degree, literally, like I, I was like, okay, I'm just going to work with computers. Like, that's what you do. Uh, and it was like, not quite that. But at the same time, I didn't have really have a lot of people answering that question for me. But then uh, in a conversation with a career advisor back at Ithaca, he said, well, have you have you thought about higher education? And I was like, no, what do you mean? It's like, well, you know, your, your resident director is not doing this for free, right? Your, the person who advises SJ is not doing this for, I was like, oh, I guess, I, I mean, they're having fun, you know, I guess they didn't think that was a career either. And I, and I lo and behold, decided to enroll in a higher education program at Florida International University. And after those two years were done, and it was one of the most formative years, I mean, talking about a, an institution that really gave me a lot and prepared me to be a, a, a strong professional in higher education. But I think today, too, you know, looking back on my 15-year career, like these skills that I have are transferable, right? So really started with that and uh, and then being being at, at Illinois, you know, and, and Illinois for the last, you know, 15 years or so has been um, very kind to me, uh, from helping me to, you know, uh, to turn, to turning me into the profession that I am today with amazing opportunities in, in housing first. So I did the, I did a traditional, you know, university housing, RD area coordinator. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then, you know, but, uh, was, you know, again, lucky and, and, and very grateful to say that I was able to be sponsored for my green card through, through U of I at that point, uh, which I know things are getting even tougher these days for international staffs like me. You know, I, every now and then I connect with someone that is asking for my journey and, you know, and I, and I share it, but I also share, we said, I just don't know how the landscape is. I know, I know it's not like it was even 10 years, five years ago, which is, it's a, it's a conversation for an entire podcast for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, but, but, and then um, went and did semester at sea. If you haven't heard from semester at sea, it's a, it's an organization that, you know, it is a ship that goes around the world and it's a floating university. Uh, And I was, I was, I was a resident director in the ship. And in that experience, you know, I've always wanted, I've always wanted to do it. And then just, the, the right time was there and I applied, got, got a, a role in it as an, a resident director. And, you know, the fall of 2015, I spent in, in the ship. And then when I came back, you know, I, I still knew that I wanted to go back to Illinois. So, yeah. And then the position for, uh, for it, it started as director, uh, first year experience. And then I, you know, got, got promoted uh, within that and, you know, and that's where I am today. But when I look Jeffrey, all this, I think what connects everything from the moment I left, you know, even before I left Brazil, right? Like that learning about the culture, like remembering the light bulb going off on my head, like as I, at a young age was like, wait, like they're not speaking Portuguese. Like when, you know, like there's, you know, you hear the cartoons and the movies and no doubt, but then you learn like, 
oh, there's another language in the world somewhere. You know? and, then, and I'm like, I want to learn that. I want to learn English. And it really, I think even learning English for me to this day is one of my proudest achievements, you know, that I'm able to not only learn like another different language, but learn a different culture, you know, and learn how to, to, to be in a different culture, because I think that just has built my interpersonal, interpersonal uh, and, and intercultural skills uh, so much. But I see that learning thread throughout, and um, I don't, I can't, I can't see myself doing anything else but learning, developing others, teaching others, learning in the process. That's what that's what gets me going. You know, your um, it's it's amazing. Your your passion is oh. <laughs> obviously very clear, and I could only imagine schools who have. Um, who got to work with you. I mean, they are lucky too in that they got to um, have talents like you who care, obviously, first and foremost, so much about student learning. But it's also one that is not about a just a career, you know, a, a bullet point in their resume. But you are, you clearly, you know, the, the, what drives you is how do you develop and, you know, help other people develop their skills and, and like you said, learning yourself as well. Uh, so yeah. it's, 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 you are, you are a natural born um, educator, you know, so I think, I think that um, sometimes I, I think that there are um, people outside of, you know, the academia who, they don't understand why some people teach and why, like what makes a good teacher. And they just sort of, you know, like education was part of just a, a journey at some point they had to do. And then they just kind of experience it and then they go, you know, into the workforce or, you know, develop whatever they, they want to develop and, and go do that. And they, they never took a really close look at the people that serve them, um, such as yourself. And in fact, you said even in your own grad undergraduate program, it's only at the very end when the career counselor said, hey, have you ever thought about it? Exactly. Then you're like, oh, wait, there are people who work here. There are like thousands <laughs> of people that work here that, exactly. that help me do the things that I do. Right, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's a, it's a very thankless job, um, you know, for that reason. Although I think that for someone um, who has 2,200 students per her fall semester, uh, you have plenty of people who probably write you thank you letters. You know that. Oh, uh, it's great! Yeah, it no, absolutely. Amazing, right? yeah. And I, uh, I have actually a folder in my email inbox that oh. is for it's called good stuff. And whenever I get something, it gets filed in there because we all we all need those pick me ups every now put and then, right? Portfolio. <laughs> I should. <Wouldn't> that <laughs> That's a good amazing? idea. Wouldn't that be amazing? I think that yeah. would make an amazing right. a good like, stuff e-portfolio. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take it out and make it a more dynamic and living yeah. document. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I think that that's you know, those are, you know, that's, that's, it's a, I mean, I have the same feelings you do about that. It's, it's one of the, in my mind, it's one of the things that can, you know, that that's, that's sort of my way too to, you know, how, how I make a dent in, in the universe. And I think that you, you know, you, you, you do the same. And you know, what's so weird is that we have the weirdest parallel. Really? Years. Yeah. I came to the U S 96. Wow. I, 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 and uh, I had the same, I had a green card, you know, or like a visa, you know, sponsored yeah. by the first place I taught at and, um, and this whole culture. And, and you know, what's amazing is that as 
so I guess you are a proper first gen, um, uh, first gen, you know, immigrant, you know, mm-hmm. to here to the United States, and so am I. And I felt yeah. the same way about you know learning the language, learning the culture, and all that. And right. um, and it is true that for us who those of us who didn't grow up here, you know, we admire the United States from afar. Um, right. And it's through movies and Hollywood yes. and just, you know, things that go, oh, they do it there like that, you know, and we just kind of like, oh, yeah, they've they've got it made, you know. Right. <laughs> and and I remember coming here and it was really exciting. And um, But I, I think that looking back now, it is these kinds of um, interactions from people from all different, you know, parts of the world that make United States such a rich and and culturally rich and, and exciting and interesting place. Um, and, and I think that um, there's a lot that we can reflect on, you know, in, in the United States now, especially about, you know, around, you know, the issues of, um, um, diversity and inclusion, equity, and, and, um, and identity and all of that too. Uh, but I do think that it is, um, it is still nevertheless one of the, I, I feel the same as you do. I'm grateful, um, for, for, for having this opportunity. Um, because I, as much as I think that, you know, sometimes we complain here, um, many other places in the world, you know, you don't even get a, get the right to complain sometimes. Um, You don't even know to complain. You don't even know that you can't complain because, you know, it's, you know, that's just how things are. And that's that. Um, So we we have a pretty good here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I, you know, in my, my, in my experience, you know, even, you know, I have to say, you know, when that experience of living in Baltimore and then going to college here, it has, it has been by far the one of the most diverse places I've ever been, you know, because mm-hmm. yes, you know, Brazil is diverse, don't get me wrong. But then at the same time, in terms, you know, like, for instance, our, you know, uh, you know, we, we, our, um, um, you know, populations from, you know, Asia or, you know, or East Asia, you know, like we, I, I think I've interacted with, uh, you know, people from Indian descent the first time here, you know, in, in the U.S., for example. I mean, that's yeah. a small example, but that, again, I grew up, didn't grow up around, uh, you know, people from that part of the world or with that culture, right? So learning, learning here. Um, and so, so, so again, it's, and, and I, and that is a strength, that is such a strength of, you know, of, of this country and you know it's it's a little disheartening how we are engaging in conversations sometimes that don't see the strength of that because that just makes you better is it hard yes it's hard it's hard to you know to to go through those issues and and talk about that but in the end i i can only believe it makes us better for it yeah yeah well it's um it's a uh, it's it's sort of a microcosm at a, both at a meta and a and a and a, and a micro um, mm-hmm. and and a macro level, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, and that's I guess that's part of the design as being um, being a place of immigrants. Um, and, uh, and and that's uh, that's that's uh, that's something really special about that. What was it like as a sort of um, first gen immigrant student being in a community college? I mean, that is a system that I also find to be just amazing and fascinating. Now that I've worked with many community colleges, 
some of the most amazing, you know, educators really have dedicated their lives and their everything to it. Um, it mu- that must have had a, a big impression on you. It did. I have nothing but respect. Again, my years, my two years in there, you know, and I made I made sure to uh, to graduate with an associate's degree so I can mm-hmm. be called an alum from the Community College of Baltimore County. Uh, when I when I first started in 1997, I'm sorry, 1998, uh, it was Essex Community College, and then all the three community college in the Baltimore County area merged mm-hmm. and and became the Community College of Baltimore County uh, system. Um, but you know, I found a, you know I found a job uh, working at the English and Music Department of of, of the school, and I I mean the folks just were um, so generous to me. You know, like my two my two supervisors, the the administrative support staff there, uh, to this day, you know, uh, still keep in touch with them, and they're like they they're like my mom's away from Brazil, right? Like because they're they're worrying about me. They you know, and they were like, wow, you did you did this task too too fast. So like, what do I what do I give you now? And and uh, and you you know you 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 because you want to do those things for them because they're being so generous to you, and then being part of of the, of the English, you know, music department uh, as a, as a work study, you know, I was also in constant communication with all the all the professors in there, and I had great opportunities to like one. I'll never forget this. One of the professors um, was uh, was a you know taught uh, Shakespeare, and in the community college we read uh, Twelfth Night, and I fell in love. I fell in love with Shakespeare, and I was reading. Uh, I bought a book of, of his book of sonnets, and I was reading the book of sonnets in the you know in in my desk like I was done with work and I was reading, and he passed by. He's like. What are you reading? It was like the sonnets. It was like, <laughs> do you like Shakespeare? It was like, oh, I love. I'm, I'm loving it. Like you know, the you know, Twelfth Night that we're reading now for you know, uh, uh, literature class. It was like, would you inter- would you be interested in going to DC with my group to go to the to the you know to the Elizabeth you know uh, uh, theater they have in there, which is a make you know it's a mock up of the theater. It's like a replica. And I was like, are you serious? I love to do that. And he, he took him on the trip with, and it's a life, a lifelong learner group, right? So, and then he, he covered me. He was like, no, don't worry about it. It was just, a, wow. it was like, wow, I'm, you know, I'm in the, I'm here in DC with, you know, amazing people who seeing this play, like, you know, as if it was, you know, back in the, in Shakespeare times. And again, just, I just so, so, so uh, grateful for all this experience. And, and, and again, um, all those courses uh, that I took there had some impact on me, on my, on, on my, you know, on my personal development, my professional development. Because for the most part, you're taking care of your gen eds, right? Which is again a great strategy if you can do that. And I, and I, and I, I talk to students. Um, I talk to my family. You know, right now I'm actually getting ready for my for my family to get ready to to move here. I have a, I have some younger brothers, and and I'm and I'm. You, you bet that I'm talking to him about going to a community college because again, for someone that I didn't dominate the English language, you know, as much as, you know, as much as I thought I did coming here. And, and again, even on my language and, and English skills, it was amazing. It was amazing. So when really when I was time to transfer all, everything that I had done, um, I was prepared. I, I positioned myself really well to be accepted to all the transfer schools that I applied to with scholarship too. And mm. so again, I can, you know, and, and, um, and then, 
um, one last thing, just to hold up for a give a shout out to is Dr. Ray Rosenthal, which I was part of the honors program that she directed at the community college and um, amazing mentor to this day. She just invited me to be a speaker last, uh, last this past April to talk to, you know, outgoing students from the program and, you know, from lessons learned. And I was the, I was the one that had graduated the, 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 the longest, you know, I have been removed 15 <laughs> years. And um, I was like, I'll, I'll, you know, I, I tell her all the time, you ask me to do something, I'll be there for you. <laughs> it's how, how, how meaningful those relationships meant to me. Well, that's amazing. You know, um, I, I think that there are, I think many people I spoke with, as uh, myself included, there are educators in our lives. Hopefully we're lucky enough that mm-hmm. you go to enough schools that you meet a handful of people, maybe even just a couple of people that feel like they've changed the, the course of your life because these are really incredibly rich experience. Sometimes you can't expect that to be everyone that you meet, right? Uh, right. But, but the, but the, but the, but the education institutions, I hope, is at least my, my romantic, romanticized Shakespearean <laughs> idea of it would be that it's designed to, to, to design for those opportunities to arise, you know? Yeah. And, and um, and I I do also love um, education because of that, um, especially in higher education. Um, that you know sometimes you can do things like what you said. You know, like someone just say, "Hey, you're reading this book. Come with us." You know, on this right? Trip. That's, that's just so yeah. amazing. It was. Um, yeah, and I bet that I bet that this is the kind of thing that because you had that experience, you are basically they paid it forward and now you're probably doing it to your students too. Um, yeah. And so it may not be to a Shakespearean play, but it would be to some other opportunities like that. And, and you now realize how um, that opportunity could potentially change that person's life. And it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't cost much when, you know, right. for you to go on and do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, now that I think about it, um, just creating connections, you know, creating connections. I, I, you know, I tend to be really good about, oh, you know, Jeff told me this, you know, this about himself one day and now I go and meet someone else. Oh, you should meet Jeff, you know, mm-hmm. I should connect yeah. to and, and again, it's about that experience. Yeah. Like I said, I might not be taking this to a play or something, but, but connecting on those. That, so, so folks can meet each other, can, can, can exchange ideas, can, <laughs> can create those connections. You know, that to me is very important. Well, I'd be honored to be on your Rolodex. Um, <laughs> Sounds good. This concludes part one of our conversation with Marillo Saranso from University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. To hear part two, be sure to subscribe to Digication Scholars Conversations on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Digication Scholars Conversations is brought to you by Digication, a technology platform powering the most innovative e-portfolio programs in K-12 and higher education. Our website can be found at digication.com. This episode was produced by Drew Albanicius. Thanks for listening.